Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your board over two, and of course, this is the BHP 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody had a good hump day today. We're almost there, ladies and gentlemen. Friday's right around the corner, so just hunker down and do your best. Okay. First, before I start this, I'm going to say this out loud, so I won't like to hear about it later on. I know a lot of people don't like rap music. I know that for a passion. If I had a dollar for every time, every time somebody that's older than me tells me what the fuck are they saying, I would be rich. And how uneducational it sounds that these people rhyming over beats that they can't understand, yada, yada, yada. And I get it. You don't like rap music, you made it known. So please, keep it to yourself. I myself have listened to rap music since I was about, oh, 11 or 12 years old, maybe, maybe even earlier than that. I listened to some of the greats, uh, Run DMC, uh, Cool J, Big Daddy Kane, some of those people you don't even know, unless you just don't like rap music. And um, some have went on to have very good careers. But some started with rap music, Queen Latifah being one. She, uh, she's went on to have a very, very good acting career. And uh, she could probably jump back on the mic whenever she wants to because she is the queen. And of course, no L. Cool J is far mentioned. He um, is now a regular on NCIS LA, which is one of my favorite shows, by the way. And uh, he went on to have a, you know, he's still doing a brilliant job in acting. And, you know, more, more power to him. But back into the rap world. We, as fans, lost on one of his, you know, one of his great, you know, acts. That is Mr. DMX, Earl Simmons, who died April 9th of this year after being in a coma for a week from a heart attack from substance abuse. Now, he, um, he had this, you know, he had this gruff to him, you know, he, he's from the streets of Yonkers, you know, and Yonkers is not exactly paradise or anything, and coming up there is pretty hard. Any ghetto is pretty hard, but, you know, New York has that special kind of hard, and uh, that's what he grew up in, and he uh, worked his way up to signing with Def Jam, making a few albums here and there, you know, and he, um, you know, he was very, very talented from a rap point of view. But he had his demons, just like anybody else in this country. And his was, you know, drugs. Namely, crack cocaine. Now, before you start saying, well, you should have thought about that, you should have, you know, stopped or whatever like that, I guess most of you people have ever been on some kind of substance abuse or any kind of addiction whatsoever. As I say always, you can always get addicted to anything. You can get addicted to drugs, driving, gambling, sex, whatever. If you do it more than once, then you're addicted to it. And DMX was no different. He had a relapse that cost him his life. And even though, you know, he was not as, I mean, he's, he was popular among, you know, rap lovers. 
and these mostly hip-hop artists have, you know, looked up to him, he still had his demons. And uh, he clean up a little bit, then go back to it. Clean up a little bit, go back to it. And anybody out there that has a, um, you know, a drug problem knows exactly what was happening with him. So when he signed with Def Jam, he uh, brought along his crew, just like anybody else. This crew is being the Rough Riders, uh, the Locks, uh, Eve being two biggest ones that are besides himself. And, you know, he brought some pretty good, some pretty damn good music in, the, in like the late 90s into the 2000s before his substance took over. He also turned into a movie star. Starring in show movies like Romeo Must Die, uh, you know, just uh, a whole bunch of stuff. He, you know, he did a lot. Exit Wounds, Cross the Grave, you name it. He, he acted with some very good actors, some not so much, but still. And he made a career out of it, you know. So when you think about, you know, when you hear about him relapsing and you know, dying of a heart attack or in a coma. You know, you just have to think that um, that he has problems too. A lot of people think that celebrities should not have any problems. Why? Because they have money. And because they have money, they can buy or sell or anything else they want to because they do have the money. Well, money cannot stop addiction. Money cannot... Um, bring, you know, like a complete sober solarity. You can't, it doesn't do that. And people tend to forget that all the time. So DMX had his problems. He had his demons. He fought them and they always came back. But this time around, it was fatal. Now, for those that don't like rap music, I know you're probably listening to this and could give a damn either way. To you, it's probably just a damn junkie that deserved to die. Hell, some of you might even go far to say they're happy he's dead. But I beg to differ. I grew up with DMX. I listened to all his albums, seen all the movies he was in, and he had a very extremely strong faith in God, which is kind of rare among rap artists these days, as far hip hop artists, sorry. Because the only thing they see is, you know, greenbacks. They think money will change and, you know, will do anything, you know. So, in that case, DMX is a very good example of money does not bring you happiness. The only thing it does is make the problem that you already had that much bigger. He had a few, you know, he had a few stints in jail. The IRS was climbing up his ass for tax evasion. He has 15 kids, which I did not know that until after he was dead. That he has 15 kids, and um, you know he he had his problems, just like anybody else. He is human. So when I heard that he had a relapse and went into a coma from a heart attack, I I, I was hoping that you know he would you know come out of it. You know, he'll talk and stuff, and he'll probably make an album or two or something like that. But I thought the same thing with Biggie Smalls, or Notorious B.I.G. for those that don't know who Biggie Smalls is, and Tupac Shakur. So, you know, Tupac had already been shot once before. 
and not to say he came out of it unscathed, but he did live. That's until he went to Vegas with Mr. Suge, I got a big ass head, but I got a graze wound, night. You have to talk about you there, big boy. And uh, he, uh, you know, he got shot and he died weeks later, you know. You know, Biggie got shot in his own damn car, which, same thing as Tupac. And, you know, he was in California, Pac was in Vegas. But either way, they both went out terribly. They robbed us of two very good talents because of violence. Because black people don't fight. They shoot. They shoot some more. They say, you know, screw you, and then shoot you again. So DMX... Uh, dying the way he did or passing the way he did it's very very tragic it's where he is and it's not just him a lot of celebrity musicians especially you know they tend to do a lot more drugs than most people probably because they have aches and pains from you know vigorous going on the road or going on tours and signing autographs and not you know, taking pictures of people in tabloids and being called this and that and everything else, else. Hell, shit, they'll drive anybody to go drink or do some drugs. Because it seems like the world wants you to do stuff for them and not for yourself. So DMX, like I said, was no different. He had his big problems. And uh, the one problem that he seemed he couldn't shake was the one that did him in. So... I've never done a drug in my life unless it's like allergy pills or something that's prescribed by an actual doctor. I've never done any kind of real major, you know, drugs like cocaine or heroin. Definitely not heroin because I don't like needles and crack and stuff like that. No, never have. Don't want to. But there are those that have, that have problems like drinking and whatever. They are a problem. There, there's it's a sickness. And they try to shake it. They go to rehabs and they do stints in jail, try to sober up and everything, and they go right back to it whenever they come out of where they are. It's just that strong up damn addiction. So, DMX, he, you know, to me, he, you know, he is like, he was, I mean, he was a good, he was a good solid act, you know. All this stuff hit hard. You know, if you ever listen to a DMX, you know, CD or anything, I recommend that you do. Even if you don't even like the man or don't even know who the fuck he is. Some of these rap artists have some real talent. It takes a very, very, very extremely intelligent man or a woman to rap in, you know, rhyming and everything over beats. I mean, you got the beats in your ear and you got to think about what you got to rap about and everything. And it, and that's, that's brain and eye coordination not the ass because some people write their rhymes down so they won't forget them and then some just rattle on the top of their head freestyle as they call it and DMX was no different and he like I said he came up hard he was in, he was a uh, little street kid in Yonkers and uh, he fought for everything he had and he felt fame by you know doing rap but DMX had his like I said his demons part of his demons was you know, he could not believe how successful he was. And he couldn't wrap his head around it. And he, like I said, he had a very strong feeling in God, so I know that he, you know, he thanked him every time, you know, something good went for him. 
But in the same time, he was like, I wonder why, why me? You know, there's guys in prison that could have been easily DMX themselves if they wasn't in prison or doing dumb shit. And that's not just him. All the acts from the 1980s and 90s, all the rap acts, I should say, they were automatically hated by anybody that was under the age of, uh, <laughs> over the age of 20. Not, not say 20, or like 30 or 40. I don't understand that shit. I don't know what the hell they're saying. But then again, these are children of the 60s, and you think they would have like an open mind of, you know, of a new genre of music. Some consider rap not music. I consider hip-hop, not rap. <laughs> yeah, I'm at that age now that I listen to this shit now that they play on the radio by these whacked-out-ass artists that they have on these labels, and I'm thinking, like, how in the hell did y'all get a damn record deal? I ain't understand a fucking thing y'all said. And, of course, I go into my dad mode because my dad used the same thing about me. But when it came to DMX, it was, uh, you know, he, he, you know, he made you, like, go to the club and you know, dance around, slamming people and everything, and, you know, because he was just rugged, you know what I'm saying, he, I mean, like I said, he's a New Yorker, you know, New Yorkers are always rugged, they come out rugged, so, he, uh, you know, he brought that to all of his music, and you can hear it, you know, where my dogs at, come on, you know, so, <laughs> so for me, it's a, it was a very sad day for rap music everywhere, that's still around, because he was one of the, one of the founding fathers of what you see, what you hear now on the radio by these, you know, other people, you know, they're the ones that got, you know, not acknowledged at music awards and for many years and people smashing their CDs with a roller or street roller and being called thugs and outlaws and that bullshit. And some rap artists said something that iterates to this very day. Tretch from Naughty by Nature. He says, if you've never been to the ghetto, don't ever come to the ghetto. Because you wouldn't understand the ghetto. So stay the fuck out of here. So all the people that hate rap music, all the people that hate hip-hop music, which I totally agree because hip-hop sucks. I mean, if you've never actually been in a situation where you had to do stuff to survive, especially if you've been kicked out of the house for no damn reason or... You know, you can't go to school because you got the same clothes on, anything. It's painful. It is. I grew up in that environment. I mean, I wasn't like in the like hardcore ghetto or anything, but it was not too far from, far away from us, for me and my sisters and brother. We, we were always, we was in it, you know? And we survived, knock on wood. And my mom kept a firm foot in all her asses. But some didn't come out that way. Some lost both their parents, one of their parents. The other parent maybe hate their guts because they're still alive or whatever. And they bring all of that to their music. DMX is one of those people. And he uh, he was a you know Def Jam and Russell Simmons seen something in him because he signed him like off the top. And he brought all of his his boys and his friends in, you know, and they went on to do other albums and stuff like that, you know. And you know, it's 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 a you know it's a rap thing. You know, you would understand if you don't don't like it. What can you say? But my heart goes out to his family and his fiance, girlfriend, wife, wherever she is, all of his kids, and all fans everywhere. Because it was a very, very hard thing to do. I haven't felt this bad about somebody dry, dying in hip hop or rap 
since like Tupac, then Biggie, and then Heavy D. <sighs> it, it, the list is pretty long. Jam Master J. I'm glad they found the son bitch that, that killed him. I really am. Because he was a DJ. He wasn't a rap star. I mean, he did rap on some of the Run DMC stuff sometimes, but he was a DJ. And he died senselessly in New York City, his hometown. And it's, uh, you know, wasn't because he was a gangbanger and none of that bullshit. Just somebody decided he wanted to try the gun that day. And they shot a legendary DJ, like Jam Master J. But DMX, which separates him from all the other murder killings that happened to celebrity rap artists, he died because of his demons. His, his, you know, his urge to do the drug he's been doing. And he did so much of it, he overdosed. And then shortly after that, he went to a stroke. And then shortly after that, he was in a coma. And then the rest is history. He's, done. he's gone. So if you know somebody that you know is has a problem with drugs, alcohol, or whatever, and you try to help them and they go back to doing what they're doing and doing whatever like that, you know, you ain't got to help them no more, but just, just pray for them, you know, because they don't know because they feel that, especially if they're on something, that it's all about, you know, them. Nobody else gives a damn. It's not true, but that's what they're thinking. And God knows um, addiction, it, it's it's tricky. It really is. I am um, I'm really sorry that... No rap to me has died yet again. And I was, you know, when I heard about him passing away, you know, it was just, it just hit me. I was like, damn, what the hell's going on here? And, you know, people, and I'm not the only one. I felt this way when Michael Jackson passed away. I mean, I took that really, really hard. Michael Jackson, basically, I grew up with him. We all did. And we've seen him dance around, make videos, and moonwalk across stages. Seen him do concerts all over the fucking world. And, you know, the ultimate, ultimate entertainer. And he died so fucking tragic because of a damn doctor injecting him with something that he shouldn't have had in the first place. And it kind of reminds me of some of the acts from the 1960s that died of overdoses. Jim Morrison, uh, Janis Chaplin, Jimi Hendrix, uh, boatload of them. And they all died fairly young, you know. They were not old at all. And rap, in a way, is just like that. I, I mean, Heavy D, for example. Heavy fucking D. Yeah, he was a big guy. He, he, you know, he was big, he was intelligent, and he could, you know, he could make your ass get up and start dancing around no matter where the hell you were. You heard a Heavy D, the boy song, you go and dance some kind of way. I know sure the hell I did. You know, I still got a Heavy D, you know, CD in my damn CD case. And yes, I do have, still have CDs. I don't believe in MP3s on it, bullshit. But either way, it's tragic when somebody you grew up with watching on TV and videos and everything else when they pass away, it seems like part of your childhood or part of yourself dies. I mean, when, say for example, when Marvin Gaye was killed by his father, 
I was at my aunt's house, and that's when MTV actually played videos, and they announced it on MTV News that he was shot by his own father in his dad's house. And my mother, I remember this as sure as I'm sitting in front of TV now, she was like, you gotta be fucking, are you serious, Marvin's gay? And I'm like, Marvin's dead. And I'm like, and of course, I'm a kid, so I'm thinking, who the hell is Marvin Gay? And as time went on, I found out who he was, which is why my mom got the reaction that she gave. I mean, Marvin was, you know, he was phenomenal. I mean, he probably had his little, he had his drug problems too, just like anybody back in those days. But the man could sing his ass off. And he was an icon. And when he got killed, there's all kind of rumors why he, his dad shot him. He was, you know, hitting his mother or hit his father one time and everything. His dad took out snub nose and shot him. Very tragic. So, the rap world, the ones that do like rap, this is a very, very tragic thing. And I mean, like I said, DMX believed in God like nobody's business. It was in every damn song he did. You know, slipping, being his biggest one. I love that one. I, I played that when my mom passed away. And uh, it, it hits hard, you know. And for those that like to listen to, you know, rap music of that caliber, you know, it, it hits you. I mean, Tupac had Dear Mama, which I played all the damn time now. And it makes you think about stuff with your own mom or your, you know, the whatever. So, no, it's not garbage. It's not, you know, thug-like shit and whatever, you know, robbing people and all that bullshit. There are some genuine, genuine good rap music out there for those that don't listen to it. <clears throat> so, DMX, um, it was a very, very sad thing that happened to him. And I know his fans are just, like, beside themselves because he's gone now, and I still can't believe it myself. But the thing is, life is not promised to anybody. Whether it be long or short. The Reaper will find all of us one day or another. It could be surrounded by your family in your bed while you're old and about to keel over and whatever. Or it could happen tragically while you're walking around in a you know, supermarket. Hell, you could even get shot by a cop. Who thinks it's a taser? Don't go there. But either way, it's a, it's a tragic thing. It really is. And I know he died the same day as Prince you know, William, Prince Edward, sorry. And that's tragic as well, too, especially for the country of England. And my you know, my condolences to that country and all of them. So it was not a banner day for nobody. You know, the rap world lost DMX. England lost a prince. Sad day for everybody. So I heard rumors about DMX having, you know, somebody in Yonkers, the mayor there, is talking about either making a city, making a street named after him or uh, a statue, something like that. Now I know what you're probably thinking, those that don't listen to rap music, you're probably thinking, why the fuck would they give this man a statue if he just died? Well, they gave one to Elvis in Memphis. They have one, they have a, you know, have a bust of or a statue of Fonzie or Henry Winkler in Milwaukee. He's not dead, but they did it anyway. 
there's a statue of Mary Tyler Moore from when she was uh, on the Mary Tyler Moore show. It's just somewhere down in you know downtown Minnesota or Minneapolis, wherever hell it is. And they are soon to have a Kobe Bryant, may he rest in peace, a statue of him come up pretty soon. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a fan of somebody, you've been watching them for their whole damn career. When they do pass away, you feel that shit. You do. Especially if they die so tragically, like DMX dying of an overdose. Why, you know, he was in a coma because of an overdose. It's just going to hit you. When Kurt Cobain died. I've never seen that many grudge, grudgy teenagers that saddened by his passing. And it felt like Jim Morrison all over again. I mean, I wasn't there, but I heard. So, it's not, uh, you know, people that don't understand, you still have to respect, you know, the dead. Some of you will totally miss that mark, and you'll probably think, well, well, you know, he brought it on himself, he should have done those drugs and everything else. But again, if you don't know addiction, if you never had anything to be addicted to, then you don't know how hard it is to stay sober, especially with drugs. And kicks at you, eats at you, and then it's just, and like Pookie said in New Jack City, keep calling you, keep calling you. And you ain't got no choice but to go to it. And that's the same thing with DMX. He was on some pretty strong street drugs. Crack is nothing to fuck around with. It really isn't. I've seen crackheads, they ain't got no teeth. They lose their weight. They like are 100 years old. They only like 23 or 24. And it ruins your life. It ruins people's lives around you. And it's, uh, whew, it just makes me cringe every time I think about it. So only thing I'm asking for those that do not know who DMX was or listen to his music or do him as a whole. He was a celebrity. He was a good rap star. He had his demons just like anybody else, and he tried to fight them as best he can with no, 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 with no, like, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it didn't work. But just pray for him and pray for his family, pray for his fiance, his wife, pray for his fans, whatever you want to do. And then you'll never have to hear his name again if you don't want to. But it's been on my head since he passed away which is why I'm doing this podcast to put out there that I will miss him. And I know that he left a lot of music behind, not like Prince Caliber, but still. And his kids will be very well off no matter how old they get. Because their daddy was, you know, the daddy was a, was, a, you know, was a hustler, you know what I'm saying? The man could wrap his ass off. I mean, and his faith in God, I hope that he got to see his grandmother again because that was his world. And um, t- to me, rap died a little bit more today, or the other day, or the ninth. So, as long as I got a car, as long as I got CDs, and I can listen to them without you know, skipping or whatever, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play my DMX loud as hell. That little white people scare me and everything. You know, that's what I do. <laughs> you know, and... Um, and it's like that goes for anybody that has a has a problem with you know drugs or alcohol or anything else. 
because it's a very, very hard thing to just drop. You can't go cold turkey like you're doing cigarettes. Once you take a hit off whatever hell you're doing or whatever kind of thing you're addicted to, you will want that all the fucking time. And you will do just about anything to get it. So, I guess now DMX has nothing to worry about now. He is, you know, he's with the God now. He's with his God. He's with all the people that he missed and loved. And he's up there looking down like, I guess what guys, I made it. You know what I'm saying? I made it up here. You know, and like his little gruffy voice and shit. And um, I you know, I hope he's resting in peace now. Hope he found the, the peace and death that he couldn't find in life. And uh, as I say all the time, I will see you again. I will finally get to meet you. And um, my mom probably won't know who you are. My dad for sure will not know who the hell you are. Or anybody that's, you know, in my family that has passed on. But just try to be kind to them. They're old, you know, the old cats. Can't help it. And uh, just keep them occupied until my day comes. Hope it's not doing time soon, but I'm not scared of it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my word. With that being said, this is your boy Roberto for the Black Hands Podcast 2.0. Hope you all have a good night and good Thursday. And good night, America, wherever you are. God knows you need to, get, need to call, brother, because I don't know where the hell you at right now. Because the one I'm living in right now, is, is it got to be a parallel universe or something. Because everything's fucked up. But either way, you people have a nice night. Take care. God bless you.